Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jay Delsing joins us to talk golf. Of course, you can hear golf with Jay Delsing Sunday mornings at 9 here on 101 ESPN. And he's on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line right now. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. Good morning. How are you? Well, uh, everything's great. I want to start with this because th- this can be a tough time of year. Obviously, it's difficult sometimes if you lose a lot of golf balls and th- the weather's bad. Once the weather gets bad to get out and play, how much advantage do you derive from going and playing at a simulator or going and playing at a Top Golf? Oh, my gosh, Randy. Well, well first of all, it's th- nothing beats being able to get out and play outside, on the turf, on a golf course, n- nothing beats that. But the, the, it's the next best thing. First of all, Top Golf does a phenomenal job making the experience fun. There's music, there's cocktails, and it's kind of like this video game type atmosphere that, that has shown by the National Golf Foundation to actually, it is actually bringing people into the game, which, which you know, I'm a huge proponent of just growing the game any which way we can. But the simulators are fun too, Randy, because you have um, you can get leagues, you can play um, historic golf courses that, that are mimicked pretty damn well on the screens, and it's just an, uh, if, if if there's any way when the weather turns lousy that you can keep swinging, it helps so much that when the weather does turn nice in the spring again that you can get back out. It helps a lot. And I know our friends over at Family Golf Center have a couple of really beautiful simulators in a restaurant there. Wildwood Pub and Grill also has simulators and and a great restaurant vibe over there. And as you mentioned, Top Golf, the the food, the drinks, the ambiance there is great. There are plenty of places to go and swing your clubs when it's thirty degrees outside. That's my point. No, absolutely. And the one thing that the uh, Top Tracer technology does, they use it on TV. And they use it on in those simulators. It really helps you get a sense for where and what the golf ball's doing. And th- the stuff that Adam has at, at uh, Family Golf and Learning Centers, and the stuff that Wildwood Pub has, you're actually hitting uh, a much uh, more authentic golf ball, Randy, than the one that's got the chip in it mm-hmm. at, uh, at Top Golf. Top Golf does a really great job with the graphics. And the, and the game component with the targets and it's lit and the, the music, it's really fun. But that golf ball leads a little to be desired in terms of, re, you know, something that you and I would call really, really uh, close to, to being uh, action like you'd have outside. All right, Jay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a tough one here. Let's say you are a, a golf instructor and you are uh, tasked with, Fixing a golf swing. Now, this is a person who has done nothing. They are just learning. But I'm only going to give you two things, the two most important things that you have to fix on a golfer. What are those two things? Oh, my gosh. So we're getting someone that's starting from scratch. Yep. I, you've got to get the, his or her hands on the club reasonably well. And what I say, what I mean by that is, 
you, you don't just grab the, the golf club like it's a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. A lot of people do, but you, you don't. You've got to get it. And there's a reason behind it. The golf club, when you when you turn the club upside down, it gets above your head. It needs it needs to have some support so that it's not moving all over the place. Because it's it's not like the rounded bat in a baseball where you can hit any side of it. You're just trying to hit the ball solidly. You've got to make connections with the center or somewhat close to the center of that club face and your and your iron. So the first thing I would do is get their hands on the club. Uh, in a way that's either got you know the interlock or the overlap grip. Second of all, and I'd probably do this first, is ask them the question: Did you? What other sports have you played? Did you play hockey? Did you play um, tennis? Or have you played baseball? Because guys, the lower half of the swing, except we're not taking a step like you like you see the guys do it in, in, in baseball, um, is so similar to um, the bottom half of the movement in a, in, a, in a ground stroke with tennis, in a slap shot with hockey, the lower body leads the way. And so if someone did try to play that sport, Gary, doesn't do you much good for football, I know. But anyways. I learned that very quickly, Jay. <laughs> right, right. If, if someone played softball, for example, if this young lady played softball, for example, I think this is a pitch in the dirt. Widen your stance so you've already stepped and then hit it like it's a pitch in the dirt and lead with that lower half because carry every once in a while. And, and Rock experienced this when we played um, at the media day event for the Ascension Charity Classic. One part in that day, you will hit a ball and you're going to go, wow, I've never hit one like that before. And Matthew hit a couple of really great drives that day. And um, so that, that's 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 where I'd go. Jay, one of the things that I learned, I, I have been taught my entire life to bend my knees, get in the football stance, and everything is from that position. And, and when I went to do my first golf lesson, I was so short and stocky and bent over and hunched over. She was like, oh, no, 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 no. We, <laughs> we're going to have to fix that. Ma'am, I've been in this position for my entire life. I don't know any other athletic position. So, yes, I, that definitely – football – does not really translate well into golf and and I'm learning how to get myself standing up correctly so I so that I can hit the ball further. Gary, you're way too muscular for golf. We're, we're, you, know, you can't you can't pull fat when we golfers we don't pull any muscles because we got a lot of fat. But guys, before I went to UCLA, there's a story that went around about four or five years before the program really took off. No one wanted to coach the golf team at UCLA. So they went to one of the assistant coaches because they had heard he had played before, and he said, well, what the hell, I'll take it. And I think they paid him four or five grand to do that. And they had a match out at Bel Air, and we played against USC, which is obviously our rival, and we lost by one stroke. And the coach made the golf team, this is legendary around Bel Air, take all, all, I think there were 12 guys on the team. They had to run the front nine with their golf bags over their head. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's punishment. That? That, is, that is punishment. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure nobody made it. You know, I'm sure they got to about the first part five uphill. They're like, nah. 
nah, let's not do this anymore. <laughs> hey, Jay, for any golfer out there, you mentioned hitting the ball on the center of, of the club face. And I know you've seen this when Tigers, and people can Google it, when Tigers, uh, the Tiger Slam clubs were up for auction, one of his wedges is shown with only one mark. It's like three quarters of an inch right on the middle of, of the bottom of the club. Have you ever seen anybody else like that who hit the middle of the club as consistently as Tiger did? Oh, Randy, most of the tour players, if they keep their if they keep their irons uh, or, or or work as hard as Tiger did, most of the tour players have irons that are have uh, will, will be like that. Back in the day, guys, we didn't get to change our irons very often. So, um, and then once the the tour started, you know, getting more prominent, we got to get new sets every year. And so you don't see it that much any, anymore. But most of all the tour players back in the day all had that war spot, that worn out spot, right in the sweet spot of their irons. It's, it's. Um, I'd say Tiger's was a little smaller than most of everybody <laughs> else's, but a lot of the tour players have that. So Jay, we were uh, looking at the the weather for next weekend, and and it seems as though it's going to still be warm. And we're trying to figure out is next weekend the time where we get outside and us three versus you and and try to make this thing go down. Let's let's do it. Let's let's try the. Um, I think Saturday might be great. Maybe we can do a, a ten thirty or eleven. Let it get a little warmer and, and and try to get out. What I think we can make Saturday or Sunday work. I like both of those. Uh, text from the three one four quickly, Jay. Uh, somebody says, Jay, I've lost a ton of power in my driver the last two years. Help. And then asterisk asterisk asterisk. It's not age. LOL. So if it's not age, what do you think would cause somebody to lose yardage on the driver? Well, something's happening that you're not hitting. The, just like what we just said about Tiger, something's happening so that you're not hitting the ball in the center of the club face. What I'm guessing is that he's probably, you know, guys, for, for whatever reason, when, when all of us have hit that one drive and it goes exceptionally wonderful, it's almost always straight. Right, you're like it, it goes right down the middle. It almost shocks us, and we look up mm-hmm. and we're like, oh "God, how the hell do we do that again?" So, what I'm guessing is you've got to check out your your stance. Most, I'll, I'll assume this this guy's a right-handed golfer, and most right-handed golfers slice the ball. And so, what happens, guys, is that you start playing the slice too much. And and they're gonna say to me, Delsing, man, I'm hitting the ball, I'm slicing it so much, and now you're telling me that I need to aim for the right. And that is exactly what I'm telling you to do. You've got to square up as if you're gonna hit this ball down the center of the fairway, or let's say the left center of the fairway, and you've got to try to work your swing path more consistently down the middle because Randy, you know this. We talked about this when we played. If you start aiming incorrectly, you start making adjustments in your swing, and it's so hard to hit the ball squarely. It just doesn't work. And if you wind up playing, usually you play a 10-yard slice, which is not bad at all, and you're having this bad day, and you start aiming further and further left, that ball starts slicing more and more yep. because you're mm-hmm. setting it up to do that in your setup. So and what good players work on more than anything, guys, is trying to get their bodies in good positions before they swing. And so what I tell this this guy is try to get set up parallel left to where you want to hit this ball and stack your your feet, knees, hips, and shoulders on top of each other and then try to take the club away a little bit slower. The first 10, 15 inches on your backswing, just try to get it, take it back a little slower because 
what happens is we get all this anxiety that runs through. Kerry, this probably doesn't mean this probably doesn't happen for you, but most of us get all this anxiety that runs through our body, and then we grab where we're squeezing the hell out of the shaft and the grip, and we're trying to hit it hard, and we hit it shorter every single time. And there are a ton of really good teachers in St. Louis. I would recommend go take an hour lesson. A good teacher is going to make such a big difference. And tune that if you used to hit the driver well and you aren't hitting it well, go get tuned up by a teacher, and they can they can help you out dramatically. One other thing, Jay, and this is from a taller golfer, you're tall. Uh, if you're over 6'3", how important is it to get fitted for clubs? Oh, well, we've, we've said this all along, and, and Tom DeGrand gives a great lesson at, at uh, Pro-Am Golf Centers, but, and CJ is a great fitter there, but you have to get fitted. You have to get fitted because you're giving away so much distance and power and consistency in, in, a, in a golf set of golf clubs that's built for somebody that's 5'10". Or five foot eleven, which is about the average height of golfers, by the way. And at six foot three, you're going to have longer arms. You're going to need you're going to need longer shafts, and you're going to need a different lie angle, especially on your irons, to be able to get to get that club through the hitting area. It's it's and guys, the 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 fitting process at Pro Am Golf Centers it, uh, uh, only costs forty dollars. And if you mention my name instead of they usually charge you eighty, they're going to only charge you twenty this time. So go over there and and get fitted. It's a, it's a great experience, and it might be your first time, Randy, that you're on a simulator for these mm-hmm. folks, and they're going to get to see how fun it is to watch that ball fly in those screens. Did you say if it, it's usually twenty, and if you mention Jay Delsing's name, it's eighty? <laughs> They're usually at 40, but if you mention me, it's 80. But now they're going to give you 20 off. Yeah, they're, they're working a special this month. Who do you got on your show this weekend, Jay? I have Jack Connell from Dalhousie, who's a, oh, a nice. great guy. And, uh, and uh, Dalhousie is a, a, a real gem uh, in, the, in the Missouri area down in um, uh, Cape, Gir- uh, yeah, Cape Girardeau. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and then we did our, our second live remote, Randy, from the loading dock. And so Peter Allen and his family have owned this area over in uh, Grafton, Illinois. Really a cool spot. I love so, the loading dock. Oh, my gosh, it was so fun. We went over there where the weather was nice. And it, that, that patio has room, I think, for seven or 800 people. There wasn't a spot open. That's fantastic. What about if you're looking for a patio for a, a nice glass of wine tonight in St. Louis? <laughs> Oh, gosh, let me think. How about Wild Crush? Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for the for the plug. Yeah, the patio is fantastic. We have heaters, and uh, um, we got wine. I mean, what else do you need? Uh, it doesn't get any better than that. Jay, thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay, I'll text you. We'll see if we can line up next weekend. Sounds great, brother. Thanks. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card. There are plenty of shopping cards out there. The last thing I need is more store-branded cards, and that got me thinking. What if I could earn more, like 6% cash back, but with one card at all of my favorite stores? Well, the folks at U.S. Bank are on it. Check out the U.S. Bank Shopper Cash Rewards Visa Signature Card. It can earn you up to 6% cash back. 6%, not bad. Check out usbank.com slash shopper to learn more. It's easy. You just grab your shopping list and shop two of your favorite retailers for up to 6% cash back. And you can change your two selections every quarter. I'm talking 24 different big-name retailers like Amazon, Walmart, Target. That would be good enough, but this card can also earn you up to $250 cash back after you spend $2,000 within the first 120 days of opening your account. And who doesn't do that at Amazon, Walmart, or Target, for God's sake? You can also earn up to 3% cash back from your choice of one everyday category like gas and EV charging stations, 
bills and utilities or wholesale clubs. Plus, you'll earn 1.5% cash back on all other eligible purchases. You deserve premium awards, and the U.S. Bank Shopper Cash Rewards card is here for you. Learn more at usbank.com shopper and start earning. Limited time offer. The creditor and issue of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. Some restrictions may apply. 